Hello and welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming, starring Rob, Jay, Zach, Alana, and Matt. Woo! Woo no Sorry, ZJ, ZJ this week. Yep, we ZJ Apparently is. We didn't want to wait. He's out sick this week. Our lives to be over. <laughs> and we are talking about. Obi-Wan. Wait, I wanted, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Okay, so I was in a warhog and I drove some friends over to get to the uh the, the thingies. The, the power cells. And a guy jumped on the warthog and started punching one of my enemies or my friends. So I drove him off a cliff with myself. Alana, you love driving off cliffs, don't you, in this game? <laughs> I will take any excuse to drive off a cliff. <laughs> I'll drive off a cliff at a moment's notice. Are Just we watch playing me. Um... power seats? Yeah, it's not capture the flag. It's not capture the flag. Is that going to the wrong game? No. So anyway, oh, yeah, today, we're, today we are discussing Obi Wan episode three, getting those seeds, in which the show <laughs> drops off a cliff. Yeah. How dare you? I well, know. I, I dare. Before we start talking about the episode, I feel like we should mention the YouTube video shared by Matt, which oh, we have to talk about that right off the bat. Well, it confirmed what I suspected, which is that Obi Wan did in fact already know that Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader. Why yeah. was he acting like he thought Anakin was dead then? Because exactly. So exactly. <laughs> he hasn't been part of the world for a while, so maybe he thought he just died. But I, I think isn't Darth Vader like on the on the news? On the news, the galactic news. Here's yeah, your paper, Obi Wan. News from the front. Darth Vader killed a bunch of people. Yeah, but you think Obi Wan is paying attention to the news? He should, honestly. How is he going to do his job of protecting Luke if he doesn't yeah, know what the threats are? Yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's just a, kind of an example of. Um, card level of writing as matt was saying but okay we can move on to episode three and the first thing i wanted to talk about in episode three is let's all pour one out for that stormtrooper oh yeah brutal well you didn't actually say what the youtube video said dude yes i did that it confirmed that anakin knew that you didn't actually say what it said which is that he it shows the part in episode three where he uh where obi-wan watches the like cctv footage and sees uh, Anakin, you know, get du- I dub the Darth Vader by mm-hmm. em- by MP Palpatine, right? And then so that's it's, which all of us didn't remember because at least for me, I don't like the prequels, so I don't have them committed to memory. But the point is, Obi Wan knew that Anakin's Sith name or what have you is Darth Vader, and therefore he knows Darth Vader is alive, and therefore you should have known this whole time that Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader. Bad writing. Yeah, I feel like I just said that. But okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel like... Ah. It was detail. We're all detail oriented. Okay. So yeah, anything Focus. else you guys want to say about the Stormtrooper? You know which one I'm talking about? No. No, I, no what are you talking about? The Stormtrooper that uh, fell off the thing and got cut in half by the oh. laser fence. It was wow, ridiculous. you jumped was... far ahead. It was ridiculous. Well, we're no longer going in order. We're just I saying know, what we want to talk about. That was just like, out of nowhere. It was very memorable. It was pretty clearly yeah. the highlight of the episode. <laughs> but he got the mall treatment. Yeah, he could still yeah. be alive, I guess. How come these guys? How come the enemy's got like a giant tank? Yeah, Does why don't we have there? a tank? Yeah, I am your tank. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it didn't. It didn't feel very Star Warsian, if I must be honest. What it did, and it didn't. <laughs> like the gratuitous violence. It was like, I know people get dismembered in Star Wars, but that's like the limit. 
Yeah, it felt very PG thirteen. I guess Revenge of the Sith was PG thirteen, but yeah. yeah this is Obi Wan. It's like mean spirited, I guess, is what it felt like. Yeah, it's yeah. like that stormtrooper didn't really deserve to die in such a horrible way. It felt like it was direct it felt like it was directed by Sam Raimi. <laughs> hey, I haven't seen that movie yet. You haven't seen Evil Dead or Evil Dead Two or Army of Darkness? I've seen some of those. Who's talking okay. about Doctor Strange? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Sam Raimi's made more than one movie. Uh, I know that. Okay. Like but no one gets cut in half in Spider-Man 1 through 3. Uh, I guess that's true. It is true. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's true. You better watch yourself. As I want a killing spree. Woohoo. Okay, so anyway, Jay, what would you like to talk about next? No, uh, I'm just joining in the fun. Continue. I'm curious to what your thoughts are. Well, see, yeah, I took some notes this time because Matt and Alon and I all watched them together. I didn't so take any notes, so I'm not going to be able to drive it. Okay, so I was like, I was impressed they got James Earl Jones back for Darth Vader. How old is he now? <laughs> At least so... 80, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's, he's in his 80s. So sure. about that... Was it not uh, him? It was digital? Is it AI? Apparently it is. It's they, in the credits, it's, there's Researcher, which is the company that did the digital enhancements. Ooh. He, so was cre- he was credited, but not, yes. he didn't actually do anything. Okay, so guys. potentially he did some, but uh, most likely not. James Earl Jones is 91. Yeah, he's... Oh, God, he's so old. He's not very young, so most likely it was digitalized. He ain't no spring chicken. Well, well I'm glad it guess... wasn't Hayden's voice in the suit. So for... it, some people are speculating maybe Hayden did it, and then they enhanced it with, his, with James Earl. That would make sense. And I guess it works for Darth Vader because he's supposed to sound kind of artificial anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Yeah, I definitely didn't notice as much as I did for like, Luke. Oh, Luke's was rough. What's the, uh, what's the melee button, guys? Uh, uh, F? I don't know. I have it on it's my uh, mouse. It's F. So, so oh, is yeah. Hayden under the suit, though? Do you know that, Jay, so, for a fact? Yes. yes. So, well, there's, okay. so there's three people under the suit at, at various okay. times. Uh, so there is the full body shots, which is a guy from Ukraine. Uh, and that's a big dramatic thing where apparently he wasn't paid for some of his shots. Mm. Uh, oh, my God. The new David Prowse. Bad timing. Uh, Dimitri something. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, so he's in the full body shots because uh, he's six foot seven. Wow. And then there's um, Hayden with the close-ups and the other stuff like that. And then there's uh, the stunt double. That's so dumb to put Hayden in the suit. You really can't tell. Well, supposedly it's going to be Hayden more in the robes and stuff like that. But they also wanted him to be part of that whole scenario. He needs to know what it feels like to be in the suit, you know? Why? Because he needs Cause to know how un- uncomfortable it is. I assumed it was him a lot during the, in the suit, because like, Vader just seemed a little more spry. Did anybody see him? Like, he's just, like, he's yeah. around. I mean, he's a little bit younger, I guess. But it's still, 10 like, years. Yeah. It's well, yeah, he hasn't gotten really the arthritis like, in his... Uh, he didn't get the arthritis in his metal joints yet. That must be it. <laughs> He didn't start getting rusty. Well, I, I, I put down oil can. the effects are better. Right. Yeah, that's obviously the rusty for some suit. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
So he has a conversation with Leia about the force feels like turning on the light because she asked what's the force like. So I thought mm. that was cool. Yeah, so that's in the that's on the cargo uh, transport um, where yeah. they're describing it. And I think that was actually a very nice and simplistic uh, description for her that, that's comprehensible. Mm-hmm. I thought you know, that was I'm actually sur- very good. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm surprised he didn't say something like, it surrounds us, it penetrates us. It's all different <laughs> things, like he says in A New Hope. Yeah, yep. I was actually waiting good. for that, and yeah. I expected it. And I was like, don't do it. And I was like, <laughs> how don't you, do you it. know how you're afraid when you turn on the lights? Doesn't that feel nice? And, and then you're not afraid anymore. Yes. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great improv improv answer, which we know is improv, but I thought it was a great response from him uh, in that case. Um, I also like his response to um, when the stormtroopers calls about, it's like, wait, you just called her Leia and his immediate, well, not immediate, but his ability to uh, change direction and mention yeah. that, like, looking at it reminds me of my mom, and I like the fact that Leia catches on that uh, oh, you probably do know my mom. That, I'm so I, glad you brought up that part, Jay. Yeah, because Why it was so? terrible. <laughs> because they are so they're searching. So Jay, you're telling me they're searching for they get in the they get in the truck or whatever, and they say we're searching for an old man and a cat. And you're telling no, me that they don't, they don't know the that. name of the cat. I don't think they know it's a they kid, do they? No, they don't. They they specifically say we're looking for a Jedi. They don't know what Jedi. They only know they, that is. Why don't they know which Jedi? Because it wasn't ever announced. Why? Well, that's the, stupid. The Inquisitors didn't uh, announce, hey, Obi-Wan, we're searching for Obi-Wan Kenobi and he's heading to your planet. Here's his name and description, which they obviously have, like from last episode. So, so two parts to respond. One, I'm not sure they were there in response to uh, Reva uh, declaring that they should have been there because otherwise that was way too fast for them to be there. I think they, in general, stormtroopers are out on patrol for miscellaneous information for miscellaneous Jedi, and they happen to hear that there was a Jedi out there. So the news necessarily hasn't traveled out there, and they don't necessarily want them to catch. They want the Inquisitors don't want them to know that it's Obi Wan because they want the glory of taking down Obi Wan. So wait, they know there's a Jedi, but they haven't been informed there's a Jedi. They haven't been you're, informed. So you're, telling me, so you're telling me that 10 years after Order 66, the, the, the stormtroopers on this random planet go around and look, and look for Jedi every so, day. So not on this one planet. They say they are being moved around. So the assumption, my assumption, is that their stormtroopers are placed on various planets at various times um, just to see, one, to see if they are Jedi, and just to rout them out. But this time they happened to be there moving around and it was because someone said, hey, there's a Jedi. And most likely that was Reva and the Inquisitor saying there's a Jedi, so keep your eye out for him. But I don't think they ever, they never mentioned that it's Obi-Wan. They never, um, because again, the Inquisitors want to be the ones who take down Obi-Wan. And two, they never mentioned the kid because I don't know necessarily if they think he's still with the kid. But they also wouldn't have said that. So they didn't even know that there was a Leia to look for. 
to begin with. They only knew that they were supposed to be look on the lookout for a Jedi. That is I mean, a suspension of disbelief that I can't follow you for, but that's all right. Okay, so I mean, so uh, to backtrack a little bit onto this, um, the point is that Reva speaks to Vader beforehand, right? And he's uh, like, yeah, "Yeah, I know your ambition." Blah 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 blah. And then she tells all, and she tells the other Inquisitors, "Send out the probes. Send out the drones. We're gonna keep our eye out." She, he's somewhere out in the outer rim out in the mining areas. So they send that out. So that's most likely the initial news that's being carried out. I don't necessarily think it's direct response after they find Obi-Wan. The, um, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me that they wouldn't know where that cargo ship was going. But. Well, they do. That's why Reva So why did they the say ghost. he's out in the outer rim somewhere? Shouldn't they know exactly where he's going? Reva knows, and that's why she sends out the drones. Too slow, dude. Well, yeah, the cargo <laughs> plane was, like, going so the cargo to, plane was going to a specific location, and he was like, I don't know where it went. No, they say I tracked it to the outer rim to this area, which is why they know to send out the news and to send out the drones to keep an eye out for a Jedi. But if it's yeah, a cargo ship, should they know exactly where it's going? Well, it's going to multiple places. I think they specifically said that and they were like, well, we sent drones out to all the places it could have gone to. Well, Obi-Wan says in the beginning that they can't control where the cargo ship goes. It's automated. Right. I, I'm, like, I, don't, I don't really want to keep arguing about this, but I guess the general feeling I have is that I don't really want to think about who knew what and when, but all of these close escapes, Obi-Wan just barely getting away, are starting to become kind of tiresome. In my opinion. Yeah, and, yeah. and I just, yeah. it doesn't really add any. I don't think it really adds anything to the overall episode, other than it makes the stormtroopers look dumb. Well, they are <laughs> really dumb. dumb. They always have Even dumber yeah. than usual. Yeah, I, I think my big problem with it is like stormtroopers, like maybe from all the video games and all the movies, like have become like just cannon fodder, and like you could easily kill ten one shot, especially like Jedi. So I was like, even if they got caught, I was like, Obi Wan would be totally fine. He could just <laughs> kill, just hack him up. Yeah, well, maybe, like, maybe he can. Mm-hmm. Well, I know he's less powerful now, but like he could still take these guys. Rob, if you like seeing Stormtroopers as cannon fodder, I have a show to recommend you called The Mandalorian. <laughs> I was just saying, called Star Wars Rebels. <laughs> yeah, that's also pretty of, egregious. Even like Rise children of like, going down. Hmm? They fly now? Like, I mean, at least like <laughs> they, fly they fly now. Now, yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving back to the notes, they're cruising along and they see the ghost of Hayden in robes. That was pretty cool. I li- I liked I did like that part. I like the psycho- the psychology of Obi-Wan. That's the strongest part of the show in my opinion. Well, and I like how ambiguous it is that yeah, it might be in his head or it could be force projection because we know Jedi's can do that now. Mm. Yeah. Thanks to the sequels. Come on, I can be my gunner. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, we already talked about what's the deal with the red arch at the checkpoint. There's a red arch. An what? Arch? arch? Oh, the oh, it's not an arch. It's like the gate, the red okay. gate, the laser yeah. gate. Laser no, gate. I think I think at a different point there's a red arch. What are you talking uh, about? All right, forget it. Ah! All right, let's move on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there's the part with the probe droid factory where the probe droids all get launched like nuclear missiles. Oh, that's yeah. That's yeah. when Reva 
sends out the dro- droids after tracking uh. the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the probe droid launch. It was cool. Like, like you know, nice, nice to see some probe droids. Mm-hmm. I want to see a cool probe droid fight. Like, like a uh, probe droid. Like a Jedi outcast? Okay. Uh, uh, sure. I also have a note that he keeps chewing out Leia. Obi-Wan, that is. I don't remember that, but I'm sure he did. Alana just made the comment, wow, he's being kind of mean to her for no reason. <laughs> oh, when they're walking and she's just asking questions and he's like, Rah! Oh yeah, when they have nothing else to do, they're just walking to the spaceport. Mm-hmm. He's like, stop asking so many questions. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean, he is, tr- you know. We don't have to make to excuses for him. He's grumpy. He's a grumpy yeah. old man who's yeah, lived alone a long time and he forgot. It was just a crazy killed. old man. <laughs> yeah, so they meet they meet Freck, this contractor who loves the Empire. <laughs> that one, yeah. that, I I did like that part. It's a good part, It's right. a good commentary on uh society, how some people just you know, when things change they're like, Yeah, control is good as long as they can work the system. I, I like that too because it is like Star Wars is very black and white, which is which is part of the appeal. But also, it would stand to reason that some people don't do like the Empire, and it's nice to see them represent. I also like the part where the stormtroopers all get on there, get on, and they're all like, "Hey, Freck, hey, oh, how's yeah. it going? Hey, Freck. hey, Freck, what's going on? Hey, man. Yeah, the, it is kind of interesting because the Empire is known to be anti-alien prejudice, right? But that's no. that's, that's uh, like the high levels. the higher up, yeah. That's the okay. higher ups, and that's Palpatine. That's uh, and the Moffs. That's not necessarily the rest of the grunts. And also, they've kind mm-hmm. of abandoned that because the Inquisitors are all aliens. Well, well that doesn't mean that they like them. Yeah, well, I mean they give them a pretty, they give them an important job because they're force sensitive. Yeah, uh, the bounty I mean, hunters are Palpatine also, tries yeah. to have like purposely like sets them up to die by Vader like <laughs> multiple times. Like he sets mm-hmm. them up, he doesn't care. <laughs> he just uses them. Yeah. Um. Uh, that whole scene was. Uh, ooh, that got me going because I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh look at that! Look at that uh, handmade sign for the Empire. Oh no! That was a thing. I was like, oh, oh, it's it's gonna blow. Get out of there, dude! Get out of there! A uh, handmade gonna... sign for the Empire. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, that was funny. On the back of Sprex. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, and that just sensation of uh, the idea that, oh yeah, no, everyone isn't. Uh, there are supporters, and oh, and now he's coming up to like a true believer. If uh, they have any knowledge of what's going on, goodbye, everyone. Yeah, well, he, you know, the Enterprise, no, the Enterprise, the Imperial sent a diplomat to the planet and gathered sympathy and flipped the planet. That's right. Yeah. Classic yeah. rebellion move. It was very nice, nicely done. I appreciate it. And I like all the tension that whole scene provided. It was very good. Very well done, I thought. Um, and he does an arc on them. No. Right? Yeah, just, yeah <laughs> that, that kind of redeemed that part a little bit where, um, where he, he turned them in. That, that turned that scene a little bit around because maybe he like somehow signaled to the stormtroopers to just like play it cool. Yeah, it showed all these empire guys aren't like total morons. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, um, did you know who Zach Braff? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I was going to ask. Who's that? Didn't sound, any, didn't sound anything like Zach Braff. Yeah, a little bit. Oh. I thought it was Seth Rogen. I have no idea. Though. Yeah, we thought it was Seth. We thought it was Seth Rogen too. Zach Braff doing a Seth Rogen impression. Yeah. Do you think like the Empire has gotten like more evil over time? Because like even that Rebel lady was like, it's like, oh well, I was with them for a while and I kind of regretted it. I didn't realize who they were and like. Maybe the, yeah. like, this is earlier. Maybe the Empire isn't quite as evil as they became. Yeah, that's, I think that's a good theory. I think it's because it's so early that a lot of people joined up because they thought, oh yeah, no, there's a lot of there's a lot of rebels out there. There's a lot of chaos. Um, Palpatine, I mean, he won the Senate with a vote of a unanimous vote because there was a lot of chaos and he was bringing a certain amount of order. But initially, obviously, he was supposed to give it up but they were like but they thought that he was going to do good stuff for them and so but once they realized oh no he's actually emperor it's uh that's when things started falling apart so i according like to, the change according to the old books it was the destruction of alderaan that really turned things around well that's when a lot of people joined the rebellion but i but in the old books as well there were still other pe- people who left the empire mm-hmm. To assist because they saw that oh this guy was supposed to bring or help bring order and like make things better for then then to have the republic come back and you know give people choices and stuff but he never released linguished he never relinquished it so womp womp hmm. uh this guy is a tyrant so i i i liked that uh, i really liked uh the sections with uh oh, oh I can't climb climb idiot um not the um, I didn't like the I didn't like not being able to climb um I appreciated um the interplay between Riva and uh, fifth brother again yeah I agree that was tons of fun. Uh, the fact that she, they independently would go to Vader behind the other one and just kind of try to play it off, and the other one's like, bastards. Uh, it's a classic move. Yeah, I like that part too. The, those dynamics continue to be one of the better parts of the show. Did you see what was in the background of the map room where the sisters and brother uh, were, had their meeting? I did not see it. In the background on a shelf in the background, lit up in red, are a bunch of lightsabers as decorations. A fine addition to my collection. Including some of the helmets from the younglings. Ew, those like hats that they wear? Yeah, so there's... So, potentially those are the trophies from... The younglings, that's all their little sabers and their helmets being like, <laughs> we killed a bunch of younglings. Yeah. We're tough. So, okay. Do you think so? Do you think the, they gave the younglings like join us or die? I think some of them, most likely. What would be the uh, criteria for some and not others? Age, age, skill with the force, uh, ability to be manipulated, and their fear and anger. Fear and anger. I, yeah, I was, I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> I sense much anger in you, youngling. Okay, so they're driving along, and then 
Obi-Wan called Leia by the wrong name, which originally, as to say, when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is so stupid. This show's writing is so bad. But then I'm like, well, maybe his mind is starting to go. He is kind of old. <laughs> we talked about this. We talked about this earlier, but yeah. His mind hmm. is probably starting to go. Okay, so, yeah, so there's the action scene. The trooper gets cut in half. We talked about that. One of them uses Leia as a human shield. Classic yep. Empire move. And an imperial, a, a fine Imperial tradition. <laughs> um, but then I, they I meet, did like that part. Yeah, they meet Indira Varma, who is an Imperial officer, but also part of the Jedi Underground Railroad. So I didn't understand that. Was she, is she actually an Imperial officer who's yes. sympathetic or is she like in disguise? No, she's an Imperial. She was an Imperial officer. She joined up uh, initially. And then when she saw what crap was going on, she decided to do, uh, start helping others. And I, in that case, I really don't like when she took off her Imperial uni- officer uniform and changed into normal clothes for the, for the move. Like if she had stayed in the officer clothes, she could have bluffed her way out. Maybe. Well, also, I don't understand how she can kill her entire squad and somehow get away with that. Because there's no witnesses. They're disposable. Yeah, they're disposable and there were no witnesses. Right. Yeah. She'll just be like, oh, Obi-Wan did it. Yeah. The other reason right. why I, f- I feel like it was okay that she took off her uh, Imperial stuff is because she didn't want to, like, they, she, she would probably would have yeah, and she would have been questioned had she been seen out and about. Why are you with this these this kidding guy? Taking them prisoner. Officers. I don't, I don't. How dare you question me? I'm an officer. But then, well, she's she's gentleman. Gentleman. so far, we don't know what her rank is. But yeah, she's still she, an officer. She's still out rank. Out rank. But she, most off, most likely, she would have been with her troops. So they would then question her. What happened to your troops? Then they would attract down. Oh, you're a survivor from that one squad that was completely murdered. Oh, what <laughs> happened there? And then, oh, you now you're a traitor. Like there was a whole lot of things that could have gone wrong had she maintained her uh, uniform. I think. Okay. So yeah, it is what it is. Oh, I think it makes sense overall. Um, like obviously, there you have to read into it a little bit more. I think then, if she had worn her uniform the entire time, I I wouldn't have questioned it either. Either good. way, that's fine. I think both ways would have been fine for me. Okay, uh, yeah. But I did appreciate that she did because had I run into her, I would have questioned why aren't you with your troops? And she would have said, "Shut up! <laughs> I'm an officer, and you're somebody else." So, Unless there was another office. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so speaking of these Empire higher-ups, then the Empire comes to town. We got Darth Vader himself and the Inquisitors. So not to get back to the whole who knew what and when, but I, I'm like, if they didn't know Obi-Wan was here or even on this planet, then why are they bringing everyone down on them? No. So they do find out. Jay because, has an explanation. Yeah, because he, the scout probe. Yeah, the probe droid. It's it's kind of like uh, Empire Strikes Back, how they you know destroys it. Yeah. But this time specifically, they say he destroyed it, but it was after he was already identified. Mm-hmm. And you can so, see that it identifies him, and then he a split second later he destroys it. 
So, uh, but, yes, so they still got there pretty that. fast, but I, I'm okay with that. That's okay. Fast response time. So Vader goes through just killing everybody, including a child. Oh, that scene was so good. It was so brutal <laughs> and so like, oh. He gave in to his anger. No doubt about that. No, I don't know if it gave in. To, I think it just shows that now he no longer cares and he's cold and calculating. He knows what will draw out Obi-Wan. So mm-hmm. who cares? He has no qualms killing younglings any longer. Well, they're not even... Is anyone who's a kid, is it considered a youngling? Or is it... Yeah. Um, just Jedi. 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 Yeah, Jedi. just Jedi. But I'm just saying, like, he has no qualms killing kids anymore. And it was very yeah. interesting to see it. The sudden, that flip where he just snaps his neck and it's like, ooh. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it feels like there's kind of a lot of child murder in a show for children. Well, I don't know if it's for children. Star Wars is for everybody. Yeah, it's for Including everybody. children. <laughs> <laughs> it's for man children now. Come on. It's, it's, it's like, for uh, me? like all of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So then we have the big face off with. Well, Obi-Wan no, no, can we Vader. go back to the Vader oh, yeah. scene? Because that okay. scene was just. Oh, the way he just walks up slowly, no parade, just. And every, he has everyone lined up just waiting for him mm-hmm. as he walks in. Oh, it, like the initial cape wave. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be good. You, you had, you had it definitely deep in, set the deep mood. in your soul. Yeah, it, de- it set the mood. <laughs> right. And it set up the fact of how terrorizing he is at his peak. Like, well, yeah, good. <laughs> we need, he's the most evil guy in the galaxy. We need him to be evil. <laughs> well, I mean, who says he's evil? He's just misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> it was good in yeah. him. Empire did nothing wrong. I don't think so. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, oh, jeez. I, I, I just thought it was pretty fantastic. And the way that, um, yeah, he just walks by uh, and just drags people through the dirt, literally dragging people through the dirt just to get his way. And Reva wanting to go out there, um, even Fifth Brother, but Fifth Brother's like, no, he said to wait. It's interesting if you, I so I rewatched the scene a couple of times because uh, someone said told me to rewatch it, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's interesting to see Reva's face. Oh, she's uh, not on board with that. Yeah, she doesn't emote at all. No, she does. That's the whole thing. She, she doesn't like me, it, but. Yeah, you didn't see that the first time. <laughs> no, no, but like, it wasn't just that. It wasn't that she just didn't like it. It was more like she felt pity. Like she actually, like it touched her in a way. And so it wasn't just like, okay, whatever. It, it was literally, oh, ooh, I am not down with this. Ah, uh, nothing like a good redemption arc. Top ten anime betrayals. Ooh, so, that would be uh, interesting. So I liked that part of it specifically. Um, and then what about uh, and I like that um, he sends him away, Obi-Wan sends him away and then I like how Vader can like get a sense of Obi-Wan when Obi-Wan you know starts like really thinking about it and thinking about him. Oh, oh the scene is just so good. Well, yeah, I can watch that I mean, on repeat over and over and over. Yeah, you can sense his presence. We've determined that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and specifically, he he gets an idea of where he is, and he's literally just drawing him out the whole Mm. entire time. Um, and then you get that B, yay, new droid to love. Lola. Ned B, the loader, the loader droid who gets more screen time than many other people. Because he's badass with a hammer and doesn't talk. He's ready to hammer. And the, but, the, but the stormtroopers don't know that because they are complete morons. Well, one of them doesn't. The other one does. Typically, I mean, I guess. What they don't know what a loader droid is. They do, and that's why they're like he can't talk. What are you? Why are well, you? One of them it? says that. The other one doesn't know that. That's why stormtroopers are dumb. They're so well, dumb. Well, the other one is anything. suspicious, which means he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should be suspicious. I think there's that weird dichotomy of this one actually feels is suspicious, and the other one's just like, "Nah, you're being stupid." He's just a loader; he can't talk. So it's interesting. It's giving more humanistic, uh, yeah, stories and aspects to it. Uh, But it also showcases the difference uh, that these are actually humans who are autonomously thinking for themselves, rather than the clone troopers who more were mission-oriented and just focused on what they needed to do. (laughs) (laughs) Mission-oriented. All right, you guys ready to talk about the big confrontation now? In the... uh... Actually, I guess there's a couple. Something I like that they did the Empire Strikes Back thing where Darth Vader would suddenly appear out of nowhere. Yep. You you know, he'd hide and then then jump out. Yeah. Moves pretty fast for a big guy. Take that. That's why it's so scary. We gotta move fast, too. Well, so- Obi-Wan walks up to him, and he extends his dick, I mean his lightsaber, <laughs> and then Obi-Wan just, like, runs away. Yeah, I see your shorts is as big as mine. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh no, goodbye. Seemingly to, like, the same locations. Like, do they only have one set? I was like, isn't he back to where he was before? But, yeah. Yes, Ooh. they only have one set. It's like the quarry in Star Trek. <laughs> Maybe it's in his mind. So that's <laughs> so speaking of that, um how do you think Vader managed to keep up if he's just strolling along? The one theory is that uh yeah, it's him doing force projections of him stalking v- Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's also old. He can barely move. What do you mean Vader can't keep up with Obi-Wan? They're like, they move at the same pace. <laughs> Obi-Wan's kind of sort of running around a little bit. I didn't have a problem with it. Vader can move quickly, like in the Rogue One scene, when he wants to. He just generally doesn't want to. Yeah, he yeah. generally doesn't. He's like, he doesn't need to. He's like the Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's like yeah. the monster in It Follows. <laughs> Ooh, good reference. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That movie's really scary. It was <laughs> <laughs> very effective on Alana. Yeah, he does have like a Jason Voorhees thing going. I, I do appreciate it. Yeah, it was definitely... Uh, I think they said that they were going for that type of feel mm. the entire time. Like That was the whole point of this whole episode, was to give that feel of constant terror just tracking you and just stalking you down. But I was then, worried that this fight scene would undercut the confrontation in episode four, and I was right. 
Well, just any confrontation would, any of their meeting would. Yeah. I just, you know, Obi-Wan's like, I, Obi-Wan's like, it's been a long time. When I left you, I was but the learner. You know, Vader's like, when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I'm the master. And it's like, it's more like, nah, I just saw you the other day on that sand planet. Yeah. And I kicked your ass that time too. So it's like not even yeah. fear. Not even interesting. And then, yeah. So well, also, uh, yeah. yeah. Besides that though, like just the dialogue, I, I maybe it's like a TV show budget. <laughs> like they can't afford like the primo writers, but I kind of was like, I wanted just a little bit more. I don't, I don't really know what I wanted. So maybe I'm the quintessential Star Wars fan here where I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what I want, but I didn't want that. Yeah, but I I did like when he was like, "What are you?" and Vader says, "Only what you made me." Yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, um, but, that then, good. Yeah. but then he's like, "I've been dreaming of my revenge for ten years," and he just kind of drags him around in the fire a little bit, and then immediately gives up when he escapes. I actually, right. kind of, I actually like the fire part because I was like, "What's he gonna do? He's, he's just gonna gut, gut him?" I mean, obviously not. But I I actually did like that. He's like, "I'm gonna," you know inflict on you what you inflicted on me so i actually like that part yeah i really like that because yeah it shows that anakin anakin has always been a petty little punk mm. and it shows that he's still a petty little punk who I wants petty to it is. i don't know how petty it is i mean if you he blames obi-wan for what happened yeah it's you, understandable you get, to what I'm you get what i'm saying though that he is that what he is that guy who is willing to watch and he wants them Hold to the grudge yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't want to harp on it too much, but it, I was hoping there would be a little bit of like the, the master doctor dynamic where Obi Wan's like, okay, Anakin, I understand we've got some things to have between us, but this has gone way too far. Like things Obi- are different now. You got to understand. Obi Wan is very passive in this part. You know, he's very, he doesn't say a lot. He, he does the classic hero thing where the villain says all these cool lines um, and to, like, justify his position. You know, he's like, Obi, you know, Obi-Wan, you left me for dead on Mustafar. You know, you betrayed me. I hate you. Blah, blah, you turned me into this monster. And then Obi-Wan just doesn't say anything. It's like, what would you expect him to say? You did it to yourself, Anakin. You joined the dark side. You, you have what you deserve. I mean, well, you, know. you kind of went over that. <laughs> but... But when when do we go over that? On Mustafar. I mean, Uh Anakin was literally like his best friend. And he's still feeling all that guilt, all that remorse. If he's getting called out, if I get called out like that, I don't know how I'd respond. I don't know what I'd be able to say other than my bad. Well, Jay, I understand your need to defend the show because I understand. It's not a need to defend. This is (laughs) how I imagine it. I mean, mm. I've, I mean, I won't say I've experienced that, but I mean, I've definitely had friendships fall apart mm. and be called out for it and being like, uh, 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 I got nothing. I don't want to hurt you anymore. So I'm just going to shut the hell up and try to avoid this whole conflict. So, yes, that's understandable, but this is a TV show with yeah, characters. You're not, a heroic, you're not a heroic <laughs> Jedi Knight. But he's no longer a heroic Jedi Knight. That's the whole point. Like, is that the whole point? Yeah, is because that, the, that Obi-Wan sucks now? Yeah. No. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. So, like, in the movies when 
Obi when uh, Luke's uncle is saying like, "Oh yeah, Vader, Obi, old Ben, Obi Wan died right around the same time as your father did." I I think it harkens to the fact that the day Anakin turned and he got left on Mustafar, Obi Wan broke. He died. He literally his whole his whole being basically died. And I think this is where they're going with it. They're, the whole point of he's no longer that Jedi. He his best friend slash brother slash mentee. I cannot okay. imagine that that's the point of the show. I think the point of the show is supposed to be like the Dark Knight Returns, where he well, is old, <laughs> he is slow, but he's rising to the occasion and stepping up and doing what needs to be done, which is saving Leia. That's well, That makes for an interesting show. If it's just like Obi-Wan being incompetent and sucking at everything. It's not that he's incompetent. It's just that he can't pull himself. It's also, I think, part of the reason why he can't connect with Qui-Gon, even though that's what... Uh, Master Yoda specifically says he's going to be doing. It's because he can't reconnect to the Force because he doesn't feel that part of him any longer. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Jay. Like, I feel like his arc is kind of similar like Luke's in Last Jedi, where it's kind of like all the crap that's happened kind of broken them, and just like they're just trying to emotionally recover, and they're kind of a recluse. So that's kind of why they're not acting the same as they did in the previous movies. So I don't have a problem with any of the characterization. The characterization is all... Understandable. I understand where Jay is coming from. I just wish it was more out on the screen rather than needing to be picked up from context. But that's then we would complain if it was too obvious. We'd be like, "Show not tell." Well, actually, that leads to the next thing, which is which is Obi Wan escaping through the fire. Originally, I was kind of disappointed that Vader just kind of lets him leave, but I guess the argument is that he's traumatized by the fire. That was the argument I made, and. Uh... I think I think it's fine, but I think they do need to show. They needed to show more. It, the fire comes up. Vader stands there and looks at it. Obi Wan has plenty of time to stand up, recover, and leave. Even though there's a million stormtroopers around who presumably are not scared of fire. No, no. Okay, so quick rebuttal to that. Okay. Obi Obi Wan does not stand up and walk away. He's dragged out by Ned B, and he's getting cover fire from the Imperial officer, which is why the stormtroopers don't take cover because they don't know what, who's sniping them. Okay, yes, thank you, that's true. It is a little bit ridiculous <laughs> that they were able to escape that. It, yeah. I, I mean, it, they, I, think, I think because the scene is so dark, it's a little bit hard to see who is where. But what I was trying to say was that I was okay with Vader being afraid of fire because of what happened to on, on Mustafar. They just needed to, I think they just needed to show more. Like, they needed to show him, like, put his arms up or, like, almost cower or something like that. We'll see. Because at the I, moment, he just stands there and looks at it. Yeah, dude, I had that same conversation with my coworker, actually. And he said, well, the thing is, if Darth Vader was cowering or had some kind of big emotion, then it would be funny. It would be like a big joke. And that's not what they, they're going for. It depends on how they do it. I, yeah. don't, th I don't think that's necessarily true. All right. But so the other thing is, um, a lot of it is, so there's a lot of visual stuff that's going on during this episode with Vader and fire and all of that. And so like if you see, you can see when he puts on the helmet initially, you see the red lights glowing from the various lighting the, that resembles fire. 
where you can see um and when he puts on the mask from his vision it looks like fire it looks like the lava and then later on when during that scene where obi where obi-wan disappears you can see all the fire and all reflecting off of his lenses so it looks like he's literally in the fire uh-huh so there's yeah, so like a lot of visual for. cues that's a great shot yeah they're, yeah, they're, they did amazing stuff with the lighting, I think, personally, with Vader and his masking and, like, just the interplay, which, which is probably why I got more from it. And I saw, like, I'm probably projecting a little bit more than you, because, I mean, I sat in a very dark room and watched it, like, three times uh, to specifically call out these things, because I like the way that they're doing things visually. Uh, but... Yeah, like a lot of the scenes where Vader is like just standing there at various times, not even even when he's walking through uh, with the ignition of the saber and all of that, it's just very, very powerful visualization. I think. And my all points right. are done. I'll end. Okay. Because <laughs> I know no one else is <laughs> interested. So. Well, I mean, like, it's. it's I mean, like, it's all good. Maybe, I guess, you're really watching on another level than everybody else. <laughs> and, I, and I get where you're, but I do get where you're coming from. I Like, the first time I watched it, I was kind of drunk. And I was like, wait, uh-huh. why isn't he going after him? Why isn't he pulling him back into the fire? He's literally raking him across coals. It's pretty badass. Why uh-huh. isn't he doing more? And then I was like, oh, well, he wants him to suffer. He wants him. He want. He he. I feel like he likes. He kind of likes Chase. Um, so like I could, That's when I watched it again, and I was like, oh, now I'm starting to piece things together. Like, it well, you can't sense. kill him, or else New Hope would definitely be messed up. <laughs> I was old Obi Wan gonna get out of this one mm. in front of us on the flight carrier. Okay, so that is all I have for Obi Wan in my notes. Anything yeah. else anyone wants to talk about? Ooh. One other note that oh, well, I, the tunnels, Zach, you you, you don't dare criticize oh, the tunnels. Oh my gosh! Well, not to set up. Oh, yeah, we were like, how minutes. do these fucking tunnels work? <laughs> yeah. So basically, Leia is sent ahead to meet the rebel contact, like 15 minutes ahead of Reva, and yet Reva was able to intercept her. Jay? Well, I, I mean, actually, <laughs> I mean, she's an adult. When you said, when you phrase it like that, it's like an adult can run faster than a kid. Maybe we don't know when Reva actually got there like time displacement what? right because like huh? maybe Reva actually got there before leia and obi-wan got there or something wait that doesn't make sense no. i don't know man <laughs> yeah it's, it's just the fact that she knows where the tunnels she knows to expect them at the spaceport so she just heads straight towards that exit give me a ride guys okay, okay. yeah yeah that I works <laughs> Get on board. Little I like something of that scene was cut because, like, it's just an awkward ending. It's just like the last shot is uh, just she kind of like chases after Leia real quick, and that was good. Right. <laughs> Get back here, you little shit. Well, the it definitely was a good hook for next episode because you're like, oh boy, how are they gonna get out of this? On the other I hand, just... they don't. The Empire doesn't want Leia, and the Inquisitors don't want her either. Yeah, they don't really care about her. They don't know who she is. They just well, Reva. Only, it's only Reva who you know, really wants to use her. Vader seems like kind of a shit Sith if he can't recognize that Leia's related to him. 
No, <laughs> the Grand Inquisitor says you kidnap the daughter of an Imperial Senator. Of course they know who she is. No, well, they no. know that, but they don't I'm know that the she's... Vader can't Vader's tell daughter. that she's related to Padme. Oh, oh, oh. Padme? Padme. I mean, yeah, definitely the ability of Jedis to sense things through the Force is really variable. <laughs> like, Darth Vader can sense Luke's fear, but he can't sense they're related or whatever, or yeah. even where he is. He does know that they're related. He does eventually. eventually. He's sister, you have a sister. Yeah, it sister. takes it, so like the mind abilities take a lot more effort. It's a higher level ability that requires a little more effort than sensing fear. The Sith feed off fear, so obviously they're going to be attuned to it. So they're obviously going to be able to tell when someone's afraid, when someone's panicking. So that's that just comes naturally. But actually, being able to go into someone's mind take a whole lot more effort just like when Reva did it she had to get up close and personal and really go into it just like Kylo had to really get in on it before he can read minds it's so I had no issue with that I don't think um but again yeah only Reva is the one who is using Leia everyone else is just like why are you screwing with imperial senators you're screwing yeah. it up for everybody <laughs> Well, I remember originally when Revenge of the Sith ended and people thought it was a little bit... Well, actually, even before Revenge of the Sith, people thought it was kind of dumb that they hid Anakin's son on his home planet. And the argument then was that, oh, he would never even think to look for them. Because he didn't even know they were alive. right? I mean, he didn't want to go back to Tantooine unless he could help it. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. So I guess the Luke thing is, is... Still fine. It hasn't been undermined by the show. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> whatever. Well, I, I mean, we'll see how things shake out between Leia and Darth Vader. But the more time they spend around each other, I guess the less plausible it becomes. Speaking of siblings, it's funny this hasn't been brought up, but Obi-Wan has a brother? Is this, like, I don't know. Is This This <laughs> is new. Obi-Wan's brother. Okay. Check out Obi-Wan's brother. He's going to show up. Yeah, no, that was... <laughs> I was like, what? This is completely... There's a brother. I was bracing myself for them to say, yep, I had a brother back on Stu John. What's that? It's his home planet. He's a home nerd planet. Alert. Hey, well, guy, nerd alert. Hey, freaking nerd. Shut up. <laughs> it's an infamous story because George Lucas went on John Stewart's show and asked him, where is Obi-Wan from? And George Lucas is like, uh, Stu John. And now it's continuity. So he made something <laughs> up on the spot. Yeah. And now it's continuity. Based on John Stewart. Yep. It shows up in the novels John or something. Stewart. The, the no, I, I think it's just on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. No, Wikipedia. he made it oh, official. Okay. He announced it's an official canon. <laughs> so I was bracing myself for it to become more official or like be actually on screen. That would be pretty awesome. So I like, thank you for bringing up that section uh, because that just made me think of another part. I like that that whole section sets up for the for to kind of address when uh, they talk about how she doesn't remember her mother, but she kind of remembers her mother. Like she remembers the feeling of her mother and all that stuff. So it sets up that in canon, Jedi can feel feel and get a sense and have these memories whatever they be of periods of their From birth or 
but it's all the same thing. So because he says, yeah, I remember a shawl. I remember a touch. I remember this. And it's basically exactly what Leia says. So is it the fact that those are just sensations? So it's, it kind of sets it up that it kind, kind of sort of makes sense where they attribute certain sensations to very specific things. Like a shawl, like that, but it's really just sensations that they're feeling. Wait, are you trying to explain why Leia remembers her mother in Return of the Jedi? Yes, yes. yes. I didn't feel like it needed to be explained. I it think does need to be explained because Leia never met her mother. They put no, it, it needs to be explained because <laughs> the prequels make because there can't be yeah. because there can't be any problems or discontinuities between the prequels and the original trilogy. Yeah, oh, but I think this what that scene was to sort of address it to try to make it palatable so I, I i it caught me off guard and i was like wait what i um, mean yeah but i think yeah. it was because they were kind of uh, trying to address some of that like those complaints well i mean star wars fans have been doing that since the kessel run <laughs> so that's true uh, all right so, ready to I was going to say, like, do you guys think the brother will show? Because this is like a limited series, and like you don't, don't just like so. introduce you don't just introduce the brother and then not show him. Like, I guess maybe in, like a different series, like maybe like... he's fifth brother. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! The name's literal. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> oh, I didn't wow. even think about that. <laughs> I, I do. I I do agree that since it's only six episodes, I would be very surprised to see of him show. If it gets renewed for season two. Or what have you? Then we could talk about it. I didn't think there was any intention of there being a season two. That's what I heard. I'm sure there isn't, but money, money talks. Harrison Ford was never going to come back to Star Wars after uh, Force Awakens either, but we saw what happened there. Well, money, 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 and emotional appeal. And Show me the money. Died. Yeah, that's what I said by emotional appeal. Yep. Good teamwork, John. All right, ready for questions of the day? I'm ready. Sure. Sure. Let's yeah. do it. Okay, oh, guys. God, I <laughs> dropped right in front of that ghost. It creamed me. <laughs> All right, question number one. Netflix or Hulu? So I can go first. I'm going to go with Netflix just because I watch it. I find I watch it more. But when I was looking for stuff to download for a long flight, I, it was just Netflix original series, and they were all so bad, and I didn't want to watch any of them. But even but even so, you know, you got to go with the truth, which is I just watch Netflix more. I think Hulu has better quality things, but not as many. So I think I would probably choose Hulu, to be honest. I would and I would I would watch more intelligent things like documentaries than all the like reality show shit that's on Netflix. Like Tiger King? Yeah, exactly. Like Tiger King. I I definitely watch Hulu more. I'm thinking about it very hard because Hulu has Shark Tank and <laughs> SNL, although it uh-huh. won in the fall. And it also had Dope Sick, which I really liked. And I used to watch The Handmaid's Tale. So it's like Netflix has, you know, those certain things that you can only watch there, like, you know, like Stranger Things or like Squid Game. But I guess in terms of overall use, I watch Hulu more. All right. I mean, I mean, YouTube has Saturday Night Live in 
YouTube. No, it, no, it, Rob, <laughs> that's not the right way to watch it. How dare you, Rob? How dare you say that? I mean, oh my god. <laughs> oh, I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just thing. watch it in like clip segments. Yeah, I'm just like, what, what's viral this week? Oh, okay. <gasps> you don't know what order it's supposed to be in if you watch it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, the order doesn't matter. Oh, that's. <laughs> yeah. Lord Michaels is very particular about the order. <laughs> is he? I actually didn't Lord. know that. Well, it's funny because the, the subreddit has a term for the like the last skit of the night called 10 to 1 because it's 10 minutes to 1 a.m. And that's usually when they put like the worst weird skit shit. or like some oh, weird ass yeah. shit. Yeah. I've heard that theory. They're, like the yeah. weirder shit goes there, like the Kyle Mooney or something like that. Right. Yeah. People, exactly. people will turn it off by then is the idea? Yeah. people. A lot of people turn it off after we get updates. Shame. Yeah. Uh, we can update sucks. What, Matt? You heard me. Why are you like this? <laughs> I am what I am, Alana. We can update is the best part of SNL, though. Okay, so I think the only one we're to hear. Well, actually, Rob and Jay, did you tell us I, Hulu I, or? I'm a movie guy, so I I picked Netflix. I mean, Hulu just. The, the amount of commercials, too, is just obnoxious. And it's the same commercials all the time. And it's my cheap ass self so i i guess i'm doing the commercials i should stop doing that um but netflix is getting commercials soon uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah netflix overall just like they get like good oscar movies too hulu doesn't really get that i like i'm ex- kind of excited that hulu's getting prey that predator mm-hmm. quill or whatever you want to call it um but otherwise hulu doesn't have much to interest me Right, right. And Jay? Yeah, I'd say Netflix. I don't really watch Hulu all that often unless there's a very something very specific that I'm looking for. Um, but I don't watch Netflix a lot either, so... Disney Plus? <laughs> well, yeah, I well, mean, if I had Disney to... Plus. <laughs> yeah, if I had to, I'd pick them. Or right. Amazon Prime. Yeah. What about Apple TV? I don't Severance. Ted Lasso. I don't have any of that. <laughs> HBO Max. All the yeah, DC HBO. Take it to the max. A classic. All right, Matt, next question. All right, question number two. Which is scarier, basements or attics? Basements. Basements. Yeah, probably basements. Definitely basements. <laughs> basements have water. On the other hand, you're, with your attic, your head goes in first. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you get to see things before you are. But attics are higher, so they're more likely to have light. Basements are lower, so they're not as likely to have windows. Basements, mm. you go feet first, so you don't know what's there. You but can't see it. And someone can just grab you and knock you down <laughs> those stairs. If I'm going to an attic, my head goes up and I look around. And then something comes flying at your face. And then you duck. But if something grabs you at your feet, you can't tell it's going to grab you at your feet. So you Also, they can grab you like through the basement stairs. Ooh. Hey, yeah. what's up, Garrick? Garrick, <laughs> basement or attic, which is scarier? I think it's in basement. Yeah. <laughs> Most horror films, I feel like it's like a nine to one ratio of like basement to attic as far as scary scenes go. Garrick or <laughs> There's dr- you can have a e- it's easy access to drains for all the blood. <laughs> yes, thank you. Well, there's there's gutters. <laughs> yeah, but that's on the outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just what? drill a hole. That's so scary. I don't. Th- 
Wait. What? Yeah. I don't know. All that pit. Yeah, I don't know. Also, with Alex, you can fall through the ceiling. Uh, I guess that's true. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I'm glad we can all come to a consensus. And the last question of the day is... Oh, wait, hold on. Before you ask, Garrick says, yes. Addicts are uncomfortable and sometimes creepy, but basements are full of creepy crawlies in darkness and potential death. Addicts can be full of creepy crawlies, too. In my old house, I had mice in the attic. Yeah, they... Addicts can have bugs and spiders and so on. But whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, so question number three is, you get a free slap. Who do you slap? I don't like this question. Oh, no. This is oh, a bad Jesus. question. We're talking about it's a great question. <laughs> no, it's not. Why, Alana? Come on. Just say it's your boss. Just say it's Zach. What? It's a safe place. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a safe space. I, I need to think yeah. about it. Uh, uh, like Ramus, please don't watch this. Ramus, ignore this question. You picked oh, Ramus? Why? Who's Ramus? My buddy Ramus that I slapped. <laughs> Many times, and once in a bar. Oh God! Were you drinking well, gin? And you're still yeah. friends? It was Pax East. <laughs> was alcohol? Uh, we were at a bar crawl, and uh, I asked the bartender. Uh, I let the bartender choose, and she picked gin. And everyone knew when I went to the next bar, and I met up with Ramus's brother and everyone else, and I ran down the line and slapped the ball. Um, so yeah, there was no bueno. I'd I'm at a loss for words. I am at a loss for words. Garrick says it's obvious. I slap Trump. Yeah, I, th- I thought of that. Answer. I thought of that too. I think that is a good answer. It's very slappable face. But the thing is, he has the power to like come out. No, no, no. This is a free. This is free. Free slap. No consequences. One time free slap. Golden eye slaps only. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh jeez. Dominant. Dominant hand. One hit Dominant kill. hand. Do you get to rub your ha- palm first? Yes. And you, and, you decide, and you decide whether it's a, a surprise or if they know it's coming. You can have baby powder and everything. Uh, I, gu- I guess so. You're the you apparently are the slap professional, so I hadn't I hadn't thought of that far. Baby powder. What are you talking about, Jay? Yeah, yeah, baby powder. Is this like a martial yeah. arts thing? Just sting. We could no, sting. It's just a slap thing. The other idea I had, guys. I um Akiva Goldsman. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, what about like the Game of Thrones guys? We kind of forgot David Benoit, whatever his Thieves. name is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I I don't care about Game of Thrones that much. Yeah, someone in the inter- entertainment industry who ruined my childhood. That that might be good. Oh, what about um Ryan Ryan Johnson? Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's pretty slappable, I think. He's got a pretty slappable. Face. It's really, it's really not fair though to slap him. It's not even his fault. Yeah, it is. It's completely no, it's, his fault. It's not his fault. It's Kathleen Kennedy's fault. Well, yeah, but I'm not gonna uh, slap her. Marrying him? Wait, what is it? <laughs> Wait, what? No, because she was like, she was the one who was like, we don't need a plan for Star Wars. We're just gonna pick three directors and they're gonna make whatever they want and not talk to each other. Garrett, yeah. you said. Uh, I would make it both a surprise they know it's coming. They know sometime I will slap them, but not when. Yo, let me, I'm just going to tell you that 
this straight up, it's a terrifying feeling because Remus has five slaps left that he's allowed to slap me at any given time. And every time I hang out with him, there's always a piece of me that's just terrified. It's like how I met your mother. Yes. It, yeah. That was the reason why we started it. We started it with slap bets. I mean, also because you slapped him, but yeah. Well, because we had a slap bet to begin with. It started our whole period of slaps. All right, guys, I'm going like to pick, <laughs> pick a safe answer and say Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that's a safe answer, all right. That's pretty safe. No one is going to disagree with me. Uh, I'm going to slap uh, Chris Rock. That guy fucking has a comment. <laughs> Hasn't joke. he suffered enough? <laughs> all these bad G.I. Jane jokes? I mean, come on. It's so 1997. I was you like, keep her name out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, Demi Moore is an angel. Kevin Sorbo. Mm. Yeah, he's he's huge, oh, yeah. but it is the good thing it's his a free face, one. His <laughs> face is nice and concave in the cheeks. It would fit perfect. It'd just be a nice, good, solid guy. Yeah. Garrick says right. they go into a dark basement. I appear, appear behind them in the darkness. It's time. I <laughs> they turn, and just as they meet my gaze, I strike. <laughs> Thought about it a lot. Okay, um, I think we're still waiting on Alana and Matt. I said Akiva Goldsmith. Oh, you Goldsmith. were serious You're about that? Goldsmith. Yeah, no, um, no, I think Ryan Johnson is my real answer. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, how are you, Alana? Does it have to be a real person? No, I guess not. Do you want to? Do you want to take out the? Obi-Wan? Yeah. Crosshair. Crosshair? No, we don't crosshair. <laughs> alpha? Who's Alpha? Omega. Omega? <laughs> alpha. Who's Alpha? Alpha is Django Fett. No, the Power Rangers robot. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. <laughs> it, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even hurt. What? He's adorable. <laughs> I like him. I, yeah. I I'd switch it to Matt Gates. Actually, he's got like a real shitty grin. Oh, yeah. I thought you guys would do like Republican politicians. Yeah, what's the point? You slap uh, one, two more, take their place. Hero. Hail Hydra. I don't know that that guy who was the villain in the Watchmen TV show. He's pretty annoying. Wait, oh, your guy, Matthew Good. Well, Wait, I do no, like him. No, I meant like the character. You mean Bob Barker or whatever the name is? Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Well, I'm, I don't want to slap him. I slap his character. The oh, Watchmen. Okay. okay, okay. Well, I didn't realize you had such a... I what if you, like, I was, what if you I was slap him? I was honestly trying him. to think of like a really slappable... And I can only think of children like Draco Malfoy. <laughs> and like Stewie. Draco Malfoy is Alana and Anakin both start with A. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Mm. Yeah. Basically, wow. a child. He's like too innocent to slap, even if he's annoying. <laughs> You'd he's slap him, and his tongue would flip out and like wrap around your head. Garrick says Mitch McConnell. Yeah, exactly. Retreat into a shell. Yep, that's what he said. All right, every time Derek comes near him, retreat into his shell. All right, anyone? Uh, are we still? Are we? Has everyone said one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anything else? Or just do the sign off?
we'll be back next week with episode four of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for joining us here on Tuesday Night Gaming. You can catch us every week live at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Laters. See ya.